Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with Sean Bell. Eric. Matt Murray. Hello. No James Farley this week. The week that we're most excited to have him on because he's just got a <laughs> PS4 and there's been a new 3DS console announced. He couldn't make it. And I can't remember why because I was, I was so seething with him that he was uh, taking the week <laughs> off that I couldn't actually see the letters that it typed out on our screen. But don't worry. Instead, we have... A returning special guest is John Denton. What's happening? <laughs> Was that just a dramatic pause there? <laughs> just wanted to build up a little oh, bit. Just eat, well, 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 on mine, he replied straight away. But then I guess we're going off your recording. So Fucking Skype. Right, okay, let's get to it. And we need to start with something that happened at last week's show. It's generated a bit of chatter on Twitter. And it's something that I think I need to clear up. Can I start with this, Matt? Yeah, why right. not? So last week, there was a discussion about what to call Mario. And what happened, I called him Super Mario. Matt laughed and I said, no, that's what he becomes. He becomes Super Mario. Now, the conversation went spiraling out of control straight away because I went down the wrong line of inquiry by, or, or, or defense, if you're whatever way you want to put it, um, of saying that Mario is Super Mario when he's got his hat on. Now, many people have pointed out to me over the week that Mario, little Mario, can still have his hat on. In fact, most of the time he does, right? So I just went off on one, and I have got an excuse for that. It's because I've had to put about 700 hours into fucking Mario 3D World on the on the Wii U, in which, when he is little Mario, he doesn't have his hat, okay? And that's all I remember of Mario now. That sounds like an excuse to me, but go on. Whatever. But the point is, what annoyed me, Matt is that you tried to twist this argument to try and get people on your side by putting out a poll, right, which had nothing to do with anything. Poll on our Twitter feed saying, what do you call Nintendo's mascot that wears red and blue dungarees? That's, well, that's a standard question. Obviously, There's nothing wrong Mario, that. but that had nothing to do with what we were talking about. Well, uh, the, well what we're talking about is the um, Japanese Prime Minister come out of the pipe. Who is he? Oh, he's Mario. You know, no, he's Super Mario. He was, well, was he, just... I, I just said he turned into Super <laughs> Sorry, Mario, hang on. which he did. We, we should probably ask Sean and John what they think, because obviously, Sean, you weren't on the show, and neither were you, John. So, Sean, where, 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 <laughs> where, where did do you, you sit, sit in the arm? Um... So, I, I, I haven't uh, been able to listen to last week's episode. I've been naughty. Oh, for um, I know, bad. but I've I've heard about this. This this is how <laughs> it's it's how global. far this has reached. The ripples <laughs> of the internet has managed yeah, yeah, yeah. to somehow find itself at the feet of <laughs> someone else who's on that show. Yeah. Uh, so I'm basically um, on Dave's side, I think. Yes, um, sure. Yes. Basically, like his his name doesn't like he, his name doesn't become Super Mario. Like he doesn't get a new fucking you know he doesn't get it done by Deepole every time he eats a mushroom. It's just yeah. it's like a title. You know, when yeah. he's mushroom and he gets big, he becomes he becomes Super Mario. I've, like if someone was to refer to him, like in in like Dave's example of just the Japanese Prime Minister being Super Mario, I wouldn't have questioned that personally. No normal person would, but Matt, mm. who really doesn't know about Mario, <laughs> uh, thought, he thought I've I got him. I've guy. finally got him. I've caught him. When I saw the. <laughs> The famous Japanese, the famous plumber who wears red. I thought his name is Mario. Anyway, John, I presume mm-hmm. you're also going to agree with uh, Dave. I do agree with Dave, and Dave fucked up because, as he knows, because he took it completely in the wrong direction. Started talking about hats, big, and he <laughs> gets a hat when he becomes big. He's already admitted this, so I'm not trying to jump on him. But 
yeah, he basically destroyed his own argument. It was quite beautiful to listen to. But <laughs> as far as I'm aware, like I always thought colloquially he was known as Mario, and but his name was also Super Mario just because I thought the name came from Super Mario Nation, which is this thing I used to see at the beginning of old... I don't know what it's from. I think it might have been Thunderbirds, but it's apparently it's an old type of puppetry. And there's no way oh, yeah, that yeah. they hadn't... Someone hadn't heard that name because it's too weird. So I figured that's where the name came from. I did some Wikipedia research, and apparently he was called Mario in Donkey Kong before he was ever called Super Mario. Whatever, that's not. I'm not interested in that because it doesn't support Sounds my like argument. Sounds like evidence, but go on. Yeah, it doesn't support my argument. It's on Wikipedia, so Matt probably wrote it himself. <laughs> <laughs> well, well you, can't see, you, you can't see. You can't see edits, can you, on Wikipedia? You can't, no, you can't. No, it's fine. Um, but bottom line is, I think, considering Matt, has only played Mario for a total of about 15 minutes and That's couldn't even jump on the first block of Dave's level. <laughs> no, I couldn't. don't think it was fair for him to jump down Dave's throat in this particular matter on something that uh, Dave perhaps didn't make a huge mistake or indeed any mistake at all. So that's my verdict. Thank you. I'd um, say something to defend me, Mario-wise. I, yeah, I may not play the most recent ones. I um, I absolutely hammered Super Mario Land on the original Game Boy. I played that It was tons. a 2D game. It was, it was the 2D. <laughs> you play Mario Makers, 2D. Well, yeah, well, I haven't played like the mo- more of the recent ones, but I played Mario ages ago, back in the day. I mean, this isn't... This is the, this is a, uh, an appalling line of argument. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying because I think I've never played Mario. I have played the really old ones. And what did Mario you play? Before, Sunshine what, what, what and what was the one that you played on um, the DS or whatever it was? The what? What was the one you played on the old Game Boy? Super Mario Land. Sure, sure, it wasn't just Mario Land. Sure, uh, but, sure, it wasn't called that. I'm very sure Super Mario Land. Yeah. That's it, isn't it? Now are you can <laughs> apologise. No, his name's Mario. You got you lock and fuck off. His name's Mario. <laughs> Look, what more, Move the, on. I mean, one thing that where we did go wrong. So, well, not just one thing. There was plenty of things. Were, were, there were plenty of ways we went wrong in that discussion. Um, he is referred to as Super Luigi um, because it's Super Mario Brothers, and of course, as James pointed out, with the most blatant fact that we've all heard a billion times. It is Mario, Mario, and Luigi, Mario. So that's why it's the, Mario, the Super Mario Brothers. And of course, there was Super Luigi on the Wii U. So uh, you know he has had. Hey, his hang props. on a minute. The Mario, Mario, and Luigi, Mario is that canon? Because I know it was in the film, but fucking hell. But then, how do you explain Super Mario Brothers? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I on, think let's... I think that is legit. I think that is legit. Okay. But but my point okay. stands. I I I just assumed and I'd always assumed it was a, I was a kid that it was essentially like Superman, you know, Super Mario. That's what it, like he becomes Super yeah. Mario, but he doesn't come become yeah, Superman. The, I'm pretty sure I saw this on Twitter as well. He's not man and then Superman, is he? No, <laughs> no, no, he's not man and Superman. <laughs> But but that's the difference. <laughs> he was Clark and Super Clark. Miyamoto's confirmed Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. So there you go. It's canon. There we go. So, H- has he confirmed that I'm right in this argument? He, t- uh, he hasn't addressed yeah. the issue. <laughs> yeah, well, we managed yeah, to get too, word too, from too. we managed to get word from McDonald's. There is no reason why we can't get a word from Chigsy okay, about this. Get on there. Just need tiny temper to tweet about it again. <laughs> Right. Okay. Let's uh, let's move on from that argument. I, I don't think Matt's going to apologise. I apologise to everyone listening for my um, my hat 
argument. I was wrong, and I'm a bigger man. I'll hold my hand up and say I'm sorry. Matt's refusing to do that because he's a you know he's just very bitter whenever he's wrong about something, and uh, that's fine, Matt. You, do you want to move on, or do you want to? No. Okay, fine. Uh, what's happened this week then in the world of games? Well, I think the only place to start is this new announcement from Nintendo or Reggie getting on, getting yeah, behind man. camera again, getting Big in front news. of camera. Big news. <laughs> behind the camera, like sounds like he's filming a porno or something. <laughs> he's doing both. He's, he's both sides of the camera. He has to keep running back behind it to check that the frame is set up, set up right. Um, he's announced a new 3DS. Sean, do you want to, as the big Nintendo fan, do you want to uh, pass on this information to our listeners? Uh, yeah, so this is great news for all Nintendo fans. Reggie's personally announced uh, a new 3DS XL um, with a Galaxy design on it, and it looks fucking terrible, and I don't understand. Like, it's it's yet another thing that Nintendo have done, and I'm like, oh, this, you know, this must be part of some fucking grand plan that I don't know, and that, and, you know... Suddenly it's going to turn out the whole thing's a work and that they've been playing us for fools this whole time every time they make some weird baffling decision. No, I think, it, I think they've just released a new rubbish 3DS. It's like, they're not even like, oh yeah, we've put out this new faceplate that you can stick on your, th- on your new 3DS. It's just, it's an entirely new 3DS XL. This is, this is it, resort. isn't it? This is, what, this is why people are jumping all over this and taking the piss out yeah. of it, is the fact that it does look like a faceplate. Like one of those cheap... Do you remember yeah. when you had your Nokia 3210 and you walk into yeah. a shop and buy one of those really cheap faceplates to stick on top of it? It looks yeah, like one like of that. those. And yeah, that's just, fine. Crap. That's fine. If it's crap, whatever. But people might like the Galaxy, I don't know, <laughs> want it on the front of their <laughs> DS. Whatever. Let people do what they want. What I don't understand is how they've made a big deal out of it. I mean, it just <laughs> Why have they got no Reggie sense? to announce it? Like, who gives a video shit? Yeah. And what was the decision? Like, they don't regularly bring out these weird things on front, on the front of DSs, do they? So how did they come to the, what, what's the board meeting going on there? What, <laughs> what should we stick like on the, the DS? The, to, like the, you know, the marketing team sitting around like, well, you know, what, we're Nintendo. What do people want to hear about from us? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's a rubbish new 3DS, I suppose. Nothing, nothing else on the agenda, is there? Nah. But, but even looking past that, they sat, they sat down and said, okay, we're going to make an announcement for a new DS design. You know, we're all very excited. What should we do with the DS to, to try and get people buying it again and pushing it through the last period of its lifespan? I just stick stars on it and shit. Really? Can't, we've got this huge amount of characters and, you know, this subculture of Nintendo to appeal to our fan. Ah, just stick a, stick of Windows XP. Desktop <laughs> wallpaper on it. <laughs> well, that's the thing, yeah. Like, because like, obviously they've released tons of of special edition 3DSs that have had zero interest in, but they all made sense. Like, here's a Zelda one, here's a, a Mario one, here's Animal a Monster Hunter one. Yeah, brilliant. Um, you know, obviously people are going to be interested. Oh, is one with stars on it for no reason? <laughs> no, they're going to go. How far are they going to go with this? Let's. Oh, let's stick a skateboard on the next one. Let's put that out. <laughs> The kids love the skateboards. Let's stick that on it, and maybe um, I don't know, just a, a elongated, stretched out image of Wayne Rooney's face. I, I think it's pretty <laughs> obvious what they've done, and I admire them for it. It's clearly, clearly, it's clear that they are tapping into No Man's Sky. That they're tapping into No Man's Sky hype. Yeah. People love space. Yeah, like space. No, they yeah. did that yeah. years ago by releasing consoles with slightly different colours on them. 
Little joke Beth. there. Little joke. Nice. Hey? nice. Little dig there. So I didn't hear about Maury. this announcement. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't hear about this announcement until you mentioned it just before the show. Yeah. Um, so I brought it up on my phone just as we were talking about it. <laughs> and I'm just staring at the box. And I've just been staring at the whole time while you guys have been talking. <laughs> it doesn't offend me in the slightest. I mean, it's so utterly inoffensive. It could never actually yeah. upset you. But it's amazing. I mean, it's the thing that I like about it the most is they got the picture with the the galaxy and it's all purple, and then underneath it says "New Galaxy Style." <laughs> <laughs> and I've been looking at that for about two solid minutes, and I've no idea what that means. <laughs> <laughs> What's New Galaxy Style, wasn't it? I mean, it's, it's a style of galaxy. Not, that old it's not a galaxy shit. style, is it? It's not styled in like a galaxy. It's just a picture. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I don't get. It, it, it genuinely picture. does look like a stock photo on a new Windows PC that they put there <laughs> that to just have as a wallpaper that boring people use as wallpaper. And they've just plastered it on the front. I, th- I would love it. also translated it into French and Spanish underneath in case you didn't understand <laughs> what it meant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how are the Italians going to know that we've stuck uh, some stars on the front? <laughs> They're not going to figure it out. It's, it's amazing as well because you've got like people being like, "Oh no, this is like some funny joke about," and that you know they're going to announce Mario Galaxy for the 3DS. What? <laughs> Makes sense on but any level. Would, no, but that if they'd have if this would have been announced alongside Mario Galaxy games coming out for the 3DS. That would have made sense. Like, <laughs> you would have gone, okay, why have you put that there and not, like, some of the uh, images from Mario Galaxy? All right, no, but I do see the link. Okay, fine. But they didn't. It was And, I, you know, as you say, it's so inoffensive and it's so uh, nothing to really moan and kick up about. It just, it's so different to how any other company would do anything like this. It just makes you wonder what the fuck is going on at Nintendo. As I said, like, sitting around the boardroom, like, just seeing what they're talking about internally must just mm-hmm. be absolutely fascinating. Like, how Yeah, this must Reggie... have gone through, like, ten layers of approval. Exactly. Easily. Yeah. How did Reggie not got, go... You know, and they got the, yeah, they got the fucking CEO to do a video about... How did he not turn around and go, <laughs> lads, I'm above this... Like, I'm not doing this. This is, I mean, not even Major Nelson would do this sort of shit for Microsoft. <laughs> Why am I doing this for Nintendo? No, it's insane. It's insane. And I, I yeah. you know, I really, really, really hope the NX comes out swinging and it's suddenly something that I want to, um, I want to get. But the, all this shit is just piling up and worrying me. You know mm. what I mean? I, I, I just hope the NX comes out in Galaxy style. Otherwise, <laughs> fuck it. So do I, Matt. So do I. Yeah. Uh, what else has happened? Speaking of space and um, and and disappointment, No Man's Sky. <laughs> There's been a lot of chat. Now we're going to try and avoid talking about No Man's Sky too much now because we have sort of chewed it to death over the past two weeks, but. Um, the, uh, Twitter exploded as it does every five minutes. Um, about the amount of uh, refunds that No Man's Sky has been uh, given, and there's been a little bit of back and forth between ex Sony executives and consumers, and this, that, and the other. Um, but coming down to it, boiling it down, it's um, it's it looks like Sony and 
um, Steam have been refunding purchases of No Man's Sky, um, even, despite the fact that most of the, well, not most of the re- refunds, it doesn't matter how long you've played the game, uh, before you get the refund. So people have had like 50 hours of gameplay out of it, then are asking for a refund. Um, and the question remains is, when are gamers, uh, entitled to a refund for a product because i mean have you guys has any of you guys actually gone for a refund on a digital game or or uh, or, or you know a game that you've paid full price uh, for there was something i can't remember what it was it was something in a steam sale and then i was i bought it and then i was afterwards i was like do you know what I'm, i haven't got time to play this Why was that the only just, reason you had yeah. the refund though you just thought i can't play this basically yeah, i was just like why well, i bought this i was just being an idiot it wasn't, you know, it was, it was game was like a tenner or something. Um, you and you do it? feel like did a bit of a fucking... Or... No, no. Um, I did feel like a bit of a mug fell in the thing and just like, yeah, I bought this by accident. I don't really <laughs> know why I did it. <laughs> um, I mean, it's, which I mean, which you would think for any normal person, like that, that feeling alone is enough to put you off being like, I played this for 50 hours and I think it's shit. Like, obviously... That's nonsense. What What's interesting about this argument is that, as, as with everything in No Man's Sky, there's so much fucking noise around it, like the actual interesting bit of the argument is sort of disappearing down the middle somewhere. If you've played a game for 50 hours and decided you're disappointed with it, that's fucking cheeky, obviously, if you're asking for a refund because of that. The thing with No Man's Sky is that people are finding that basically once you're 50 hours in, the crashes get really fucking bad. Oh, Really? So that's that's different, isn't it? Like if you've played for fifty hours and then suddenly it stops fucking working, that's not the same as being like I you know I've, I've played for fifty hours and I've decided it's disappointing. It's like I played for fifty hours and it has stopped working. It stopped fulfilling its mm. purpose. Which you could argue like, mate, come on, you've had fifty hours, do something else. <laughs> but it should keep working after fifty hours. Yeah, I guess that's a, that's that is a fair argument. You can't. Um... I mean, if that's genuinely what's going on, I don't mm. 100% believe that that's what's going on, though. I think the problem Well, is- that's the thing. Yeah, obviously, there are, like, thousands of fucking chances that were just like, yeah, do you know what? I want my money back. But then the strange um, thing is the, 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 refund, the, well, the refund policy, isn't it? I mean, that's what it comes down to. Mm. If, if people find that they can actually get their money back for it, then they're going to do it. The refund policy mm. is just so messed up. And, I mean, Sony... The, what, what was really, really strange was... Um, What's his name? Sahid from... He used to be... Yes. In, uh, right, yeah. Shade uh, Mad or something? Shade. Oh, Shade? I don't know I don't how to say that name. Yeah, Shade. Um, Match knows, doesn't he? Matt? Yeah, it's Shahid. Right, Shahid. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say, Sahid? Oh, I don't know. Anyway, um, he called anyone uh, claiming back uh, on refund for No Man's Sky after 50 hours of gameplay thieves. But then... I kind of don't sympathise with that because Sony have no policy that yeah. allows you to get your money back for games that have been bought through hacking their service. You know what I mean? Also, you're not a thief because you don't get the game anymore. Also, yeah. they advertise the game in a certain way, clearly, about in specific to having multiplayer, and then it just doesn't. So in those, in those two isolated cases, plus what Sean's saying about the game crashing after 50 hours, if that is true, then in this in this case, I don't think they're, they're not thieves. I mean, yeah, some of the people may be uh, 
using that to their advantage and deciding to get a refund after 50 hours. But mm. I mean, really, how many people are doing that compared to the people who've played it for 10, 12 hours and realize yeah. the game's fucked or it's not what they were sold and, you know, it was not what it was promised to be. Very close to to the game coming out as well. It's not, I mean, the fact it's not like trailers for the launch, sorry, not launch, announced trailers, fine. I mean, that's game development. But I mean, I heard that guy talking about multiplayer a few weeks before the game came out. Yeah. And so I think at any point, it doesn't matter how many hours you put into this game specifically, if it comes out that that's not in the game, um, then I think you're well within your rights uh, as a consumer to say, no, I want my money back. This is, uh, you know, I've been missold something based on all of this evidence of, you know, this long marketing campaign through various different forms of media. But it's different. I think it's different case by case. So you asked the question before, have we... Um, got refunds on anything digitally. And I think both Matt and I, uh, I certainly did, got refunds on the Master Chief collection on Xbox yeah, One because it too. just didn't mm-hmm. work. Yeah. Um, and as much as we tried and tried and tried, it just didn't work. But, I mean, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's, it's kind of a, opens up a broader question generally, doesn't it, about uh, digital games and how, how, how we are as consumers because, yeah, you know, back in the day, you'd take games back after 10 days to EB or to game because you'd finished them, um, <laughs> which was an interesting store policy. And I, yeah, can I, see I still can't believe that used to happen. The whole 10-day thing was amazing. <laughs> yeah. I genuinely didn't have the bollocks to do it. I didn't have yeah, the bollocks to go what? in and say... Every, every single game I did that. The bollocks? It was on a sticker on the front of the cover. It still feels cheeky, though, doesn't it? It does. That's, oh, that's it. It still, it still felt cheeky to me. To I did that with every game. It was brilliant. It was all like, I did through all of uni, just yeah, nine days. There, there was a guy. Like, the, yeah, perfect. There was a guy in my office once that, um, they, what was it, Virgin Megastores or HMV, one of the two. Um, they mm. used to have this thing where it's like, oh, you can return it after, you can turn, re- return CDs after, uh, I don't know, like a couple of days or whatever. And he, he just bought the biggest iPod he could. Went in there, bought stacks of CDs, and then just took them in the next day after he copied them all to his his iPod and stuff. And I just thought <laughs> that I just would never have the balls to do that. And that was all like you know part of the policy or whatever. But I yeah. just I don't know. You need some. Uh, you need to be a special type of person to go go around doing that, don't you, Matt? No way. <laughs> the, the electronics <laughs> boutique thing. And, and for those of you listening who uh, aren't aware, um, electronics boutique used to be like a, a, a retailer you know, on the high street and stuff. Again, you could buy a game and take it back and get a full refund and launch you took it back within 10 days. So that was what Unsealed everyone did. You bought a game, yeah, yeah, yeah. you finished the game, you took it back, you got your money back, you bought another game and you did that for the whole <laughs> for the whole year. It was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> it's just interesting, isn't it? Because you remember sort of five, ten years ago, it was like secondhand sales were, as far as publishers concerned, um, was the fucking devil. Um, and then I think presumably because digital distribution really took off, they're not so worried about that anymore. And then you saw, so yeah, cause when digital, uh, when secondhand sales were supposedly eating into proper sales, you know, you get, you had like all online passes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's all pretty much gone away again. For, for, I've not, I've not had a game with an online pass for ages now or no, like it, it, some it, crap it, DLC that comes in the box or whatever. Yeah. No, online passes um, are still, they still have the option to use them, but no one's using them. That's yeah. the situation so, in at the moment. They are still supported, but no one's using them. Yeah, so now instead you've got people buying games digitally, so publishers are 
seem to be relatively happy with that. But now you get games like this and suddenly the consumers are sort of pushing back again. And it's interesting. And it's just, you know, it's like John says, when there is no actual refund policy in place, of course you're going to get weird situations. Like at least with Steam, it's it's a clear-cut thing. Although apparently How does it some... work on Steam? Steam is literally, if you uh, there's there's two cut-offs. Um, so it's either time played or number of days since you purchased it, whichever comes first, basically, is, is your, your cut-off point. Um, is it, I want to say it's 24 hours of gameplay, which is still fucking late. Because I've definitely heard of people finishing a game in 10 hours and then getting a refund on it. Yeah. Um, which, when you, when you consider, you know, the sort of games you can get these days, I mean, that... That policy doesn't really, you know, it can't be, it can't really be a one size fits all thing, can it? Because mm-hmm. ten hours, you know, ten hours of Skyrim is very different to ten hours of I'm trying to think, uh, Gone Home, <laughs> for example. Actually, if you played Gone Home for ten hours, <laughs> <laughs> it just it's weird though, isn't it? Because I mean, yeah, we as gamers and as sort of consumers of this type of entertainment we kind of expect these days that there's no real way of getting your money back once you've bought a game popped it in or, or you know bought it digitally it's like clothes my wife she buys like basically her clothes buying experience is just buying loads of stuff and then taking it home and home is basically the changing room of absolutely. the shop that is going back to the shop and it's just it's basically a test sometimes it all goes back and that's fine you can just go and chuck it back and i remember going up to the till in Primark with trying to return something. I didn't want it anymore. Feeling quite sheepish like I used to um, going back to EB and certainly when I've returned other stuff to game shops that don't have that policy. And But it's just the, the, there's lines of people doing it because that's just the way those shops are run. Yeah, yeah. Like I've done yeah, I've done that before. It's like you go to the counter and like you say, you're, sort of, you're preparing your excuses and mm. stuff and they, just, they don't give a fuck. No. <laughs> it's like, oh, can I return this? Like, yeah, give it here. Oh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> exactly. Like, what did you pay for it on? That's, that's all they care about. So I, I'm is... just checking Steam's refund policy just for anyone emails in uh, to moan at Sean. So basically, um, <laughs> if the request is made within 14 days of purchase or the title has been played for less than two hours. Oh, two hours? Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, they, they may well give a refund if it's longer than that, but special, Yeah, I guess I'll have to take a look. But it, it's like no quibble refund if it's within two hours or within 14 days of buying it. Hmm. Third is, no, so, I definitely would have got shit for getting that quite as wrong as I did. So that's definitely <laughs> thanks. <laughs> so, is there an instance where um, uh, we shouldn't be allowed a refund? Like, where what, what's taking the piss? When when should we be told? No, actually, you've had enough. Like, you've you can't get a refund on this. Um, because I mean, the main argument against this that I've seen on the internet is that hey, playing fifty hours of a game is just not, you know, you shouldn't be getting refunds for that. Like if you've paid, like if if you've played a game for fifty hours and you've decided it's shit, like for whatever reason, shouldn't you be more angry about the time you've lost rather than the money? And no one can refund that. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'd be more bitter about the hours of life that I've lost than the the money I've spent. On. Yeah. As long as the thing um, is functional, I think like after ten hours or something, you need to take some personal responsibility about your choices, yeah. and just uh, yeah, suck it up. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, it's like it's maybe in... learn when to just go. Do you know what? This isn't going to get any better. Maybe yeah. I should pack it in now rather than wasting another five evenings yeah. 
trying to exactly. <laughs> but the people yeah. trying to get the refunds after 50 hours are just going to be having terrible lives because that's just their, yeah. their personality so yeah it's I like mean, the people just... that you hear about that go to football matches and then <laughs> their team lose like 4-0 and they're like wow we should be reimbursed no, that's not how it. That's not how it works, mate. <laughs> Support another team if you're that upset about it. You know what I mean, uh, when um when when uh, when John and I both got the Master Chief Collection refunded, I'm not sure how long that was after launch. I'm not sure how much how long I played it, but that was a total broken mess, and I it, still well, feel guilty. It was guilty. a while because I I did it at the same time, but it was like it, I'm pretty sure it was about two months. Um, yeah, oh, no, it, I, no, I still feel guilty. guilty even Maybe not that far. Yeah. Maybe just a month. I mean, it's. But, it's i suppose it, it's tough when you so yeah so you you've bought a game and it's totally broken and the devs have gone don't worry we'll patch it mm. and then you're like okay i'll i'll hang on and then two months later they still haven't that was the case that's with, sort of that yeah was the case with so that's sort of fair enough isn't it yeah yeah we did we did hold off for a while before we uh we we pulled pulled the plug but i think you know looking at that game we were well within our rights and yeah because i'm so excited for master chief collection so I bought it digitally because I wanted all the Halo games. I wanted to, you know, play a multiplayer, uh, you know, instantly. But it was just so broken. Um, but then I, I did read or heard that basically Microsoft give one digital refund a year to you if if you if you desperately need it or if it's broken or whatever. So I thought I'd, just, you know, say I, I need need the money back and I got it. In, I got no. I, I had it refunded with no issues whatsoever. But it was a his, you know famously broken games. So. Yeah. Yeah, and I think. No Man's Sky is a famously broken game as well. The amount of crashes we've seen, the amount of problems we've seen with it. Um, and, I mean, ignoring how it was missold, and I do genuinely think it was missold to a lot of people. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I don't see a problem with it. All I saw was people kicking off that people were getting refunds for this game, and uh, I can kind of see why they are. It's weird. Um, yeah, apparently, I read on Reddit that it's been uh, 30,000 refunds. That's not actually I was gonna say, that high, is it? I'm not sure. Yeah, what I was going to say, I'd be interested to hear how much of a dent this has made. Mm. Um, I mean, do we have any figures on overall sales at all? I've not seen any, no. I mean, it's... Not, no, no, yeah, all I've seen is the, the usual, like, fast, uh, like yeah. most successful launch. Which, mm, what does that mean? Yeah, I don't know. It hasn't announced yet. We're, we're sure leads me to believe that they're probably waiting for like a milestone that's coming up very, very soon so they can say we sold two million, million or three million, 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 like the the stat always used to be, oh yeah, this many copies shipped, which was always a bullshit figure because that mm. was the number of copies sent to shops, yeah, yeah, not necessarily the amount. Which obviously it's still sort of a barometer because the shops obviously they order an amount that they think it's going to sell, and there are you know supposedly experts who figure those numbers out. So it's kind of a measure of something, but not actually. <laughs> yeah, the, ne- sold, the next right? step is to go. This amount of codes generated for this game <laughs> it's a success um we anyway the algorithm gen- generate 10 million codes because we reckon <laughs> it's going to be massive yeah. um anyway that was our sideways look hilarious look at the <laughs> gaming industry this week right our next feature is of course what we've been playing and i think the best way to start is with our guest john what have you been playing this week 
Okay, so um, I'll probably start with Titanfall. <laughs> what are you laughing at me? <laughs> just, the, did you just go, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I just spoke. I just spoke in the way I speak. <laughs> it's just a nice anyway, little noise. That's is this how you treat all your guests? <laughs> yeah, oh, Jesus. it is. Right. Um, anyway, okay. Ruin my rhythm, but I'll keep going anyway. Sorry, mate. Uh, I'm going to start with Titanfall 2. Oh, yeah. Tech test. Second weekend of the tech test. Um, this time I played it on PS4. I tried it briefly in the previous weekend on Xbox One. Yeah. Um, and I really like it. I've been reading online um, in various places, Neil Gaff, Rumbuck Forum, uh, just those two actually, that everyone hates it, that it's not the same as Titanfall, that they've ruined it, all that kind of knee-jerk stuff that you normally mm. get. And uh, well, I played it last weekend, like I said, and I didn't really understand what people were talking about, but I literally played like two or three matches, so uh, I didn't really have a huge amount to go on. But this weekend, yeah, I played it again, but this time probably got about 10, 12 matches, in, and I, I absolutely loved it. I mean, obviously, anybody who knows me or listened to, to my old podcast or, or anything like that knows I'm a huge fan of the first game. But um, while there are some clear changes and some sort of stylistic choices that they've made, uh, I absolutely love what I played, and the other thing, you know, there are some, there were some little niggles here and there, and things that I wasn't hundred percent sure on. But I think a team uh, and a studio like Respawn have kind of earned the right uh, for people to have some faith in them. You know, yeah. these are the people mm. fundamentally that created Call of Duty Four, Modern Warfare Two, and then Jump Ship, and made it Titanfall again, another ten out of ten game. So they sort of revolutionised online multiplayer ten years ago, however long ago it was, and then pretty much did it again uh, two or three years ago even though Titanfall didn't quite take off in the same way uh, on a global scale in terms of numbers. No, there's and so many mechanics were used in other games since, you know what I mean? There's yeah. so many different mm-hmm. bits and pieces that other people would nick that you just kind of think, yeah, it did revolutionise the um, first-person shooter again. Um, did you see the, um, uh, all the, like their response to the, all the feedback from the first weekend? I thought that yes. was fantastic, yeah. It was it was so good because it was just really measured, like you know, good mix of like, yes, you're probably right. We'll tweak this, and mm-hmm. you haven't quite understood the change we've made here. You need to get your head around it. It's a different yeah, game, yeah. and it was just good because it wasn't like they were just totally kowtowing to the community. It's like, look, no, we've tried to make a slightly different game, and that's the whole point. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, on that point, definitely, one of the big changes that they've made is when you you get a Titan. Mm. Previously, in Titanfall, you would have a shield, have a recharging shield and health, kind of normal thing uh, that you've seen a million times before. But now they've got this new system um, with batteries. I don't know if you guys yes. have seen how it works. Yeah, yeah, it's proper good. Yeah, yeah I, I like it. I think it's a cool idea. Uh, and maybe they still need to tweak it and fine tune it, but that's fine. That's the point of this kind of thing. But oh, I mean, fundamentally, you get in your Titan, it's got a health bar, it doesn't have a shield. And um, when other Titans die, from what I can work out on the battlefield, they'll drop a big green battery and it appears on your radar as like a green battery. It's fairly easy to pick up. And when you're losing health or you get really low, you can jump out of your Titan, pick up a battery, and then jump back on and sort of insert it and get some health back and also a shield. But what's cool is that another player, another pilot on your team can also do that. So they can just be running along, pick up a battery, and then you can get near it uh, like a friendly Titan, press square or uh, X, I guess, on Xbox to to give out a sort of shout saying, look, look I've got a battery, come here, jump on, stick a battery in them, and then fuck off again. Um, meaning that I think as we, get, as we play the game more and start to understand it more, and certainly as we play it with friends, you're going to get into these situations where certain pilots who haven't got their Titan on the field at the moment are going to be playing a sort of semi-support role as well as going for the mm. objectives. And all this. It's basically going to mutate the, the way the whole game plays. 
and uh, some people are saying it's shit and it's like I can definitely see some other people I've read have given more nuanced criticism about how maybe you should start with a shield all this sort of stuff but there's plenty of time for them to work that out and I've got faith that even if they don't nail it day one when the game comes out that they'll patch it and tweak it until it's you know it working really well but as an idea as a concept I, I, I'm really into it I think it's cool it adds way more um can't think of the right word uh, way more sort of variety in, in, in how the matches are going to play out so uh, add to the fact that it still feels amazing um, some people complained about the movement in the first tech test perhaps it was different but I've mainly played the second one so the movement to me felt pretty much the same as the first game but with mm. broader maps people are hating on the maps but I'm assuming that they're, they're broader and more open to make room for the new grappling hook which seems to be a fundamental thing um, it's not in every loadout but again I think the developers are still definitely playing with what works and what doesn't work. But that plus uh, the new mode, Bounty Hunt, where you're nice. um, you're being... Yeah, I think it's really clever. Like you're, you're being taken to a point A or point B to have a fight and then, you know, blowing up a load of AI or it drops a Titan on the field and you're, you're, you're scrapping with that. Then you get money for doing that. Then you have to go and bank that money in these separate banks. But both teams can go to the same bank. So fights happen there. Yeah, it's a really interesting idea. Um, again, like I said before, might need some work and some tweaks, but I definitely thought it was cool. So yeah, all of those things combined, I'm just very excited for the game to come out. And any any concerns I have about it, I just, as I said, got faith in the team that they, you know, they're going to hit it out of the park because their track records are basically completely impeccable. Yeah, uh, I really want to play the second tech test this weekend. Do you, do you know? If it, was it the same map? Or I know you didn't play much of the first map. one, but there was a new map. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember what it was called. A, a lot of people complain about the lack of verticality from the first map. Do you know it was it was this was this one did this one have more? Did it have more parkour? Yeah, but was enemies? there that much verticality in the first game? Really? I mean, a little yeah, it was bit. only like all the buildings were sort of two, maybe three stories. Yeah, at most I think. I think so. Some of the stuff I've read, it made it seem like you were spending your whole time parkouring around the levels, and <laughs> but you weren't really. You were doing it a bit, and then. You'd still spend most of the time just on the ground shooting normally. So it, to me, it felt exactly the same. I couldn't really understand what people were talking about. To be but... fair, I could. I mean, I, I mentioned a few problems that I had with the uh, tech mm. test last week. Um, and I was kind of hoping that this was literally a tech test and not a demo because you, you yeah. can never tell these days. Um, but that post that they put up on their website was, I, I mean, it was incredible. And I'll tell you why, because every complaint that I had or every worry that I had and it's probably the right way of putting it was totally addressed in that and uh, yeah. yeah one of those things was the, the, the battery uh, change to the Titans because it made them seem so weak and I had no idea that batteries could not only be stolen um, from blown up Titans like enemy Titans and stuff but also it makes rodeoing a lot more interesting because yes. previously you could just rodeo a Titan and absolutely tear them to pieces. Mm. Um, but on this one, instead of destroying the Titan that you're rodeoing, you can nick a battery out of them and then jump onto mm. your, you know, your mates or your teammates, um, Titan and stick it in that. And I just think that up and that, that opens up, um, Titanfall as a team player game because although, uh, although, you know, there was a lot of uh, team-based stuff in Titanfall. It never really pushed that stuff too far because it wanted you to still be able to jump into a completely random game and really enjoy it. Mm -hmm. 
I think the teamwork stuff in this new one is going to be a lot more of a focus. And um, I just imagine our little crew getting together and really sort of hammering that stuff. And if we get it right, it's going to be one of those games where yeah. if we're all talking on our headsets, man. The, the other team just haven't got a chance because our time is going to last longer. We, we're going to make sure that we stick together so we can do this stuff and support each other. It's going to be an interesting shift. And when they spelled that, spelled that out for us and said, this is what we're thinking with this. This is how we want you to play. It's just you haven't been able to pick it up quickly in the first, you know, um, hour or two hours that you've played the game. This is this is going to be a fundamental change to the system or whatever. Then you go, okay, I can see your vision now and I see why you're doing what you're doing. And every other thing that I was complaining about, they were like, actually, yeah, we went for this. This is the reason why we made this change. We realised that we're not getting the results we were hoping for, so we're going to tweak it and see see how we can get it to work. And um, mm. as you say, if anything, that just makes me have a little bit more faith in what they're doing. Um, and don't get me wrong, I should have faith because, as you say, their, their track record is insane. Um, and Titanfall, when that first came out, it was so different to the Titanfall that we that you can play today because they did keep adding stuff and tweaking stuff mm-hmm. and getting things right. That that maybe maybe I'm being stupid worrying about it, but I I couldn't help it after the first hour or so that I played. Um, but yeah, this this was like literally just talking to me. You know those things you're worried about. Don't worry, we're either going to tweak them or you're yeah. going to get them at some point. You can understand <laughs> what we're doing. And I'm yeah, going, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, shit, yeah, you you're right. <laughs> Now, on your way, lad, go and sit down. Have a, there, have... there is one thing that uh, that I'm not massively keen on, and that's the fact that they've changed the animations when you enter the Titan and also yes. when the Titans melee each other to third person. And yeah. they were way better in first person. So yeah, I, yeah, I would we, love to know the reason. Yeah, because it's just like it was sort of like quite disconcerting sometimes, but that was sort of why it was brilliant. Mm. Like just hitting that animation, you know, like sliding between your Titan's legs and then being grabbed and shoved in the cockpit. And yeah. like it was a bit disconcerting. And like you wouldn't necessarily know which way you were facing for a second and stuff. But it was just, yeah, just the immersion of it was fucking excellent. And that's something that, you know, um, Respawn and Infinity Ward have always been like really smart with with Call of Duty games and, and everything was that like just refusing to break that first person mm. viewpoint. It was like always a, a really big thing for them. So yeah, it's, it's a weird decision that. Um, yeah, I'm hoping that maybe like if that is the reason that that you know they're worried about motion sickness or, or people being disorientated and stuff, I'm hoping mm. that there's a an option to just change that back to how it was because I, oh, I yeah. mean, I'm totally with you. It's I said it's such a stupid thing to worry and moan about, but <laughs> at the same time, it really does take the edge off for me. So I I yeah, kind yeah, yeah. of want it back. And um, it's not like you're giving yourself an advantage by switching it to first person so it's not like yeah so why why not give us the option yeah we'll see we'll see when, mm. when's the game actually out it's not too far away is it October, October 28th oh, okay yeah two months that and that and batters well this is the thing see. isn't it I, I, I it was I really enjoyed the test I don't know if I'm going to buy it because I'll have fucking new Destiny stuff to be getting on with. I mean, you won't. And I still, I still, like, I don't put as much time into Overwatch as I feel like I should. And, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, the, Titanfall was such a next level game for me that I, oh, there's no yeah. way I can't play the, <laughs> the sequel, you know what I mean? There's no are way. Are you all going to, hang on, are you all going to be on the Xbox One? Oh, almost definitely. I think I'm going to probably double dip. 
Really? Okay. Yeah. What straight away? Wouldn't you? Yeah, just because I know that um, that we'll be playing on Xbox One because that's just the way life always is, unfortunately. But having played it on both consoles, it's definitely better on PS4. There's no two ways about it. It's clearly better. Really? What's better yeah. on PS4? It's just the, the resolution's higher and it's a little bit smoother. It's not. It's fine on Xbox, but once you play both, I'm like. I think I just want it on both. There's people I can play with on both, so... Well, speaking of games that that are clearly downgraded on the Xbox, I've heard uh, no end of bad news for Pro Evolution Soccer on the Xbox One. Um, Really? Yeah, so the demo come out... What was it? Tuesday last week, was it? Um, Yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, something. And uh, people that have played it on Xbox One have said that that it's, it's actually quite shocking how different it looks um people saying that they don't usually recognize uh when the resolution changes between games but it's so clear and obvious on the xbox one that it just you know you just wouldn't buy it on that system um but other than that fucking excited for pro evo this year jesus christ have you you've played it right john Mm, yeah maybe played seven or eight matches on the demo yeah i think i'm about the same um i just played about the same as well it was one of those demos where you finish and you just hit mm. instant like restart. You know what I mean? You can How many go... matches have you played, Sean? <laughs> mm? yeah. Oh yeah, loads, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Did you totally just sh- like shut down there? Were you like, okay, that's me? For I don't shut down. I was, I was actually, I was just reading some exciting uh, No Man's Sky patch notes. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, are they exciting? Uh, they're, they're just fixing bugs, which is great. <laughs> Yeah, good. Um, um, yeah, I mean, football season's back, and uh, the football games are now going to try and, you know, convince you to choose one over the other. But Jesus Christ, FIFA really has to do a lot now for me to uh, buy it this year. That looks uh, Pro Evo felt like 2017 feels and plays and looks so good that I can't imagine FIFA getting anywhere near it this year. Um, it's always yeah. been on the verge of being like taking over and I know we were all quick to sort of say that last year's game was better than FIFA which it was um, definitely I mean after playing both for uh, many many hours uh, the Pro Evo was better last year but it's still did the, on, did the online work last year is that um, was that an ongoing thing or was... yes and wasn't no. it like the last okay because I thought that was the last couple of years it was like look Pro Evo's better but it just doesn't fucking work online well it, it it's always worked online, but just about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's always right. had these mm-hmm. really annoying option menus that you know you had to download data packs. Um, right. It it doesn't have the game modes that FIFA does, and that was the big thing for me. You know, with uh, uh, co-op seasons and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. And more importantly, it didn't have like regular roster updates like um, like FIFA does. Like FIFA literally yeah. would update the teams once a week, and um, I mean. As we've said before, when uh, Konami bought out their their Euro 2016 version of the game, and the squad still hadn't updated by the time that the tournament had started, that that summed that game up <laughs> like it was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but they're saying that they've got that nailed now, and there will be weekly updates. And if they start to bring all that background shit together, then I can't see FIFA the FIFA's reign lasting much longer i think people are starting to turn on it um more so than than just outside like inside our, our do you mean world. just in terms of like 
critical. Yeah, I guess. Because yeah, I yeah. don't think commercially it's ever going to no, compete. No, because there are millions of dumb people in the world. Yeah, there are. There are. <laughs> um, but I will say this. People will look at Pro Evo this year. I've never liked the style, really, of Pro Evolution Soccer. N- not since FIFA sort of claimed back the crown. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Although FIFA looks a bit more cartoony, when you look at the player models, they always looked a bit off in Pro Evolution Soccer, more so than FIFA. And got, granted, FIFA can look shit at times, but um, th- there was more weird um, facial models in 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 Pro Evo. This looks stunning. I mean, mm-hmm. the, it, the best football, like the best looking football game I've ever seen, easily. Like when the players are in the tunnels, when when you're watching instant replays, it looks incredible. The player models look incredible. The animations are stunning. I I've never seen a football game look this good, and I think that'll go a long way. You know, if FIFA looks like it did last year, it's going to look seriously wor- worse off than it does. Well, it's on a whole new engine, isn't it? So it it's, is. it's definitely going to look different. Is both are both games on a new engine? Because this is um, Farivo, isn't? No, it's still on Fox Engine. Really? I th- I, yeah. I I thought this was new, but um, obviously they've done a lot of work to it because. Jesus Christ, it looks good. That was the first mm. thing that stuck out to me. I wouldn't mind if there was a photo mode in this game, genuinely. Like a proper fully featured photo <laughs> mode in it. Um, yeah, I was, I was blown away. And then you put how good Pro Evo plays, uh, on the, like behind all that stuff. And I mean, I'm really excited for Pro Evo this year. Really excited. They seem to be doing stuff about the licenses as well, don't they, John? Have you been? I haven't seen anything stuff? more about the license. I know they signed deals with. Liverpool and Barcelona, but I don't know if they're um, if they're getting more of the Premier League licenses. I assume that they're not. Probably but not. But the they option are... file sharing is much better, or something. It's like you can get that guy to just do it for you, and then put the option file on, and then you're gravy. Yeah, DJ Damos, the the man. Yeah. He sits there and does all the work for you. And then on on the PS version, uh, PS4 version, you can't do this on the Xbox. You can literally just download a file, stick a USB key in, and now all of your um, team's kits are spot on. All of their uh, formations, or all, all that sort of shit, is is exactly as it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least they're trying to go out and sign up individual deals with teams this time as opposed yeah. to just getting the blanket Champions League license and just scraping any teams that are at the bottom of that barrel. Um, it's weird, man. I, I, I don't know, man. I, I'm so excited this year. I've never, I've not been this excited for a Pro Evo game for a long time. Um, and I might be in the minority <laughs> of that sitting next to John. I know you're a big fan of the series anyway, but. For some reason, after playing this demo, I'm like bang up for it now. Yeah, man. I mean, I loved last year's game, but I did. I haven't really played a football game religiously for a long time um, since one of you know FIFA maybe five six years ago. But I mean, it's definitely very special. Um, like you say, it looks incredible. Talking about football games is really hard because you're like, oh, the passing is better, the physics are better, and stuff like yeah. that. It's really difficult to to actually, you know, I've had years of trying to write about them and uh, and make it sound interesting. But I mean, there's no there's no doubt like the level of control, the um, the responsiveness in in post 2017, and that combined with the animation is is ridiculous. In my mind, when I was a kid, I used to imagine what football games could be like, and this is when like I used to think actual soccer was good, and now. To the point that where like you can you can do stuff with the controller that 
it only exists in your mind and it actually works the whole time like crazy little moves and flicks and things like that doesn't that you it boggles the mind how it's even programmed and that's actually across both games but Provo is um it's just leaps and bounds ahead as far as I'm concerned. Having said that, I haven't played FIFA 2017 whatsoever and I've barely seen anything about it, so I mustn't dismiss it uh, beforehand. And, the, you know, the story mode looks all right, although uh, actually it's probably going to be shit. But, I know, but is it going to be good shit? Like, like fight yeah, my champion? Yeah. That was, I mean, if it's like that, yeah, that was good. <laughs> it was all good. Matt, Matt, what are your thoughts then? Uh, well, I think, I think PES 2017, uh, I think the demo is, is fantastic. I, I haven't... I haven't played a football game and enjoyed this much, and this is just a demo in in ages. Actually, uh, I, I, it feels sort of like old Pez, um, which which might sound might sound bad, but I, I, for me that's perfect. I used to love ISS Pro ninety eight and, and and the older ones. Then obviously FIFA started getting better again, and I moved over to that. But it feels solid. It, it looks gorgeous. Yeah, the animations are fantastic. It it feels like much. It feels like more realistic football things are possible on this compared to compared to FIFA games where it feels quite formulaic again just like John said I haven't played FIFA 2017 so I, I can't say that but I can't really compare but um, it just feels like anything can happen much like on a, on a real football pitch um, and, and already some of the goals and some of the things I've done and, and experience in this demo uh, make me really excited for, for the full game but but, but, but I mean, comparing it to FIFA, the only thing FIFA's got this year for me is this story mode, which I'm really, really intrigued about. Um, more so than, than any other previous FIFA. Normally, I'll just say, yeah, I'd like to get Pez because Pez is a better game for me personally to play. It just feels like a better game of football. But but this whole FIFA, this whole FIFA um, 17 story mode is really interesting. And yeah, I, can't, I hope there's a demo of some sort uh, for that. It'd be great to see what it's like before it comes out properly. Well, hopefully there'll be that. 10 hour trial on EA Access again you just scream through the story mode and then never play it again but, um... and get a refund for your subscription yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely yeah it, 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 it's so good as demo um, yeah it's brilliant it's going to take it's going to take something special though to knock off because I've always had a football game to play in neutral times of uh, of my existence like when I haven't got like uh, anything really worth playing? In what, Dave? I don't know, mate. I, I'm in, about to freeze. Um, in neutral times in the, of your life. Yeah, you know, in those neutral times of my existence. <laughs> You're like a robot. <laughs> you, know, you know, you know when I'm powering down. Um, you know when you, you you know when you have like a month where you have it, you're not focusing on one game, uh, and you sort of. You don't really know what to play next. You haven't really got anything yeah. to play. So you have that game that you is always... The yeah, you, you're neutral times of existence. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Neutral times of existence. You didn't have to explain it, Dave. We all, we all go what you meant. <laughs> all right, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that was always FIFA with me or Pro Evo or whatever football game was out this year. But now it's Rocket League and it's going to take some football game to knock that off of my... <laughs> Off of my shelf. That's true. Like it, That's true. we've gone back to that this week, um, mm. John and I. And I'm not being funny. I don't big myself up a lot on computer games. But when we get together, it's fucking beautiful. That is the this real is beautiful dope. game. We've got John up front banging them in left, right, and centre. Me making world class saves at the back, and it just works. And yeah. all right. Matt joined us this week. He was absolutely hammered. And <laughs> always worry, mate, when Matt jo- joins us because it's like kind of letting letting your little brother play 
and you're kind of like, oh no, you need what? to, you need to, you need to be good. But I don't want to tell you to fuck off because we're on a bit of a roll at the moment. Um, but I will admit that Matt had one of the most incredible runs that I've ever seen mm. him go on in that game, and he was banging them in. The only was. problem was there's this sort of unwritten rule between me and John that when we play uh, Rocket League, if one of us fucks up, it's kind of don't worry about it, mate. Let's go back at them. Let's have it. Yeah, yeah. And then there's nothing. There's no comment when the leaderboard comes up at the end. It's just kind of ignored. We won the game. That's all good. Whatever. Matt got sick, comes in. The first game, he win- He finishes as man of the match. He goes, There you are, boys. Now you go fucking done it. I? What the fuck are you doing, lads? And me and John just went silent as if to say this. So not how we do things in FC Barcelona anymore. All right. We've moved on from gloating. Matt, what have you got to say for yourself? I, I was very drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rocket League is still oh so good. It, it really so, so is, good. isn't it? It's a joke. I'm always getting bored of saying it, but it is utterly incredible. I can't believe they've added two new game modes and I've still not touched them. I must have put, you know, 20, 30 hours in since they added those things and I have no need to go and play those new game modes. It's crazy. What a fucking game. I play, uh, I play basketball, but it's just it wasn't very fun because I'm not very good at flying, and yeah, it's just, them, yeah, and I haven't tried ice hockey. But yeah, God, they've added ice hockey. Jesus, they have. I need to get back on this, man. It's it's basically it's the same, but the ball's version. flat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah just worse versions of the normal game. Yeah, oh, okay. and that's what I'm worried about with this new game mode that they're introducing soon with crazy power ups. Well, I'm not worried. Mm. I just won't play it. Like I'm quite happy just playing normal Rocket League. <laughs> yeah. It's not a worry. It's going to ruin it. It's, it's like the new Ghostbusters film, Dave. It's going to ruin the old stuff. Or, or like the Ricky Gervais. What is it? The uh, the Brent film, <laughs> Matt. <laughs> Destroyed the legacy. Um, well, it has. It does. It does a bit. Uh, and having watched that film last night, it's. I, I still feel a bit, a bit depressed. <laughs> John, you've got Oculus mm. Rift thing written down here. What's that about? Yeah, I'll only talk about this briefly. Um, Part of what I do for work these days is sort of organising um, some sort of gaming events. I won't go into detail, but one of the things that we did this weekend in, in Insomnia uh, I-58 was uh, having a, a Visaro motion simulator, which is these amazing high-end sort of moving car simulators that uh, you can get that you... Yeah, they're just fucking amazing. Um, and it was that with Project Cars, but on Oculus Rift. So you sit in this uh, in the simulator and it moves. It's like the ones you like a high-end arcade machine where everything moves. It's all articulated, but uh, probably even better. Um, and yeah, that with obviously Project Cars, which is really high-end driving sim, well, relatively. And yeah, in VR as well. So it was uh, the idea of the, the setup was people would come and do um, try and get fastest lap time on brands hats like literally one minute or even a section of the track it was and there was a top gear style leaderboard where you know you get moved up and down whatever that's not important what it what was important is sitting there with an oculus rift on that's the first time i played it in this like final release format um uh, and it was an incredible experience um i don't know but yeah i don't know if it, how much better it was than playing it without the oculus rift it's probably not what people like matt want to hear but <laughs> Um, like when you slide the headset on, it, I mean, it really was, it was quite distracting, not distracting, it was quite disorientating because in the setup that we had, it had a screen. So like other people who are in the stand could come and watch what you're doing, etc. The people who are running it could see what you're doing. But then you put it on and you're basically still looking at the screen. But then I looked down to look at the pedals and they weren't there. And you're like, fuck, I'm in a computer game world. This isn't real, even though the resolution was slightly lower than real life. 
utterly disorientating. Um, as a driving experience, it took a while to get the hang of, but being able to just move your head and look at your wing mirror or move your head, and there's some like, um, like sort of almost yeah, just HUD stuff, some HUD stuff in in the virtual reality that you can look at. It's fucking weird, anyway. But that combined with the really really amazing simulator was, yeah. I mean, I first first race I did like every single race I've ever done on the simulator, I just span out and drove into a wall and I couldn't do anything. And I thought, okay, well, this isn't you know, why don't I just drive it as if it was my car? and see how that goes so i just drove what i felt like was nice and slow and it was weird about 30 seconds into the race it was only a minute long i just kind of forgot that i was playing a video game and i was just driving and then i got to the end and i got a half decent time and the more i played it the more i could edge off that and i got better times again but it was it was weird because it was like uh, it, for the first time ever, I didn't feel like I needed to know anything about games. What I was, I was genuinely transferring my real world skill, if you want to call how I drive that, um, to a game, and that's all I needed. So I can imagine someone who, certainly someone who knows how to drive fast cars, like uh, racing cars. <laughs> so you can tell I don't have the best um, lingo. With this yeah, the brum, the brum brum cars. Yeah, the brum. <laughs> yeah, you know the the the, the fast ones. <laughs> yeah, but someone who could just do that but doesn't know anything about games couldn't do it on a controller you know couldn't even do it on a wheel um that you get for an xbox or whatever could i quite feasibly come on and jump on and do pretty well in that straight away i think and yeah that was that was amazing i don't think it's the best example of how vr is going to change the game because ultimately you're not really moving your head that much it was just really cool and immersive but yeah cool experience um definitely up for trying it again Again, this su- sort of supports my idea that this ain't going to be a a home console experience thing, is it? It's going to be something that you go to you go to experience rather than you have in your home. You know what I mean? Because you're not going to get that simulator in your house, are you? No, I mean, unless you're a footballer, you're not buying that simulator. So that's that for that, especially with the Oculus and everything else and the PC and all the stuff you'd need for it. I mean, you're looking at like 50 grand, I'd say. But... Um, I'm still, I'm still very intrigued by PSVR. I want to see. I must say that this game made me feel a bit motion sick as well after a couple of laps, and that's two minutes in total. So I'm worried about uh, VR in general with me because I do. Um, I've got like, but imbalances in my inner ears, so that's probably not good for this type of thing. But uh, um, yeah, I mean, it's made me more intrigued for PSVR because yeah, visually it wasn't super high res or anything like that. So uh, I mean, I'm not worried about. The, the the quality of PSVR I can imagine it would actually look better than what I played, but um, yeah, still still intrigued and not much longer to wait. Yes, yeah, and if not, I'll get fucking refund, eh, boys? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was done. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. That sounds that sounds cool. And I, I and I do like. Um, uh, I've played two versions of uh, Project Cars now, and it is a fan. It's fucking fantastic. Like it's oh, really yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, properly po faced. Straight down mm-hmm. the line racing game, but um, but what it does, it does so well that it's hard to actually, you know, get frustrated the fact that you're not drifting around corners and shit like that, and you're actually playing it yeah. like a proper racing game. Um, but that's what I'm. I'm guessing that's what uh, Gran Turismo Sport is going to aim at. Um, although I'm also hearing that isn't uh, Project Cars getting VR. Matt, well, you should know this. Should um, you? I mean- uh, not I mean, Project Cars, sorry, PC, I, I, like Drive, drive I Club. Imagine, right. yeah, 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 Drive Club, but um, from everything I've read, that's maybe like that's maybe the best 
car racing uh, VR experience right now and uh, all the stuff that come out of Gamescom said that it's, it's really, really impressive what, what they've done with VR in, in Drive Club. What are they doing with that, though? Is that going to be just like a free download? No, it's, a, it's a standalone. It's like a new um, right. it's a standalone thing. Exactly. So if for existing owners, they are going to add new tracks, which will come out, come out in, in Drive Club VR, but uh, the VR thing itself will be a standalone uh, new version to buy. Sorry. So this is because Codemasters bought Evolution Studios, didn't they? So yeah. This is probably them just trying to make a quick buck back on that <laughs> purchase. Yeah, but to be it's fair, not a bad idea though. To be fair, as a quick buck goes, that's like something people want to play. I mean, that game. Is yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. So yeah, yeah. fucking good. That, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely, definitely something I want to pick up. Definitely. I mean, because I, I've heard the things I've read, Emma says it's so impressive that I was going to get uh, Grand Turismo Sport, but I'm way more likely now just to pick up Drive Club uh, VR. Yeah. For yeah. PSVR, definitely. Exciting. Not long now, Very is exciting. it, Matt? Not long. No, it's like 45 days or something. It's crazy. Got big plans for that uh, that weekend. Got big plans. Um, right, okay, Matt, what have you been playing? Oh. Don't worry about that. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had that much time to game this week, but I have been playing a lot of uh, Days X Go on my iPhone. Mm-hmm. Um, have you played this yet, Sean? Does it matter? I haven't yet because it's because it's like four quid, which is obviously all the money in the world for a mobile game. No, I will get it. I'm just yeah, it is four quid, but it is really good. So this is obviously from um, it's Square Enix, right? Yeah. I don't. Do you know? I don't know who actually it is. But I don't know who actually makes the the Go games. I don't because I don't think Square Enix just have any like internal teams other than the ones that make Final Fantasy, do they? Because like, this no, is all I assume, stuff. So, well, no, I assume it's the same team who also made um, Hitman Go and Lara yeah. Croft Go, uh, which are which are both excellent. I way preferred Lara Croft Go. Lara Croft Go seemed to sort of remove a lot of the board gaminess of Hitman Go, and it was very much more of a puzzle game. And yeah. Days Let's Go uh, continues that and um, is really really fantastic. So, for those of you who haven't played it or haven't played the previous ones, it's. Um, it's a series of puzzle levels where you basically move your character. In this case, um, Adam Jensen, I think his name is. Um, you move like one one sort of square, one one plot along this along this puzzle grid at a time. Uh, there are enemies in the map, and they also move uh, one space at a time. And the aim the aim of each level is just to get to the end, basically. But with this one, there are enemies you can attack and you can you can kill. There are sort of drones you need to uh, just say about. Uh... I don't know. What what, what, what was the last thing you heard me say? I can't remember. (laughs) I wasn't listening. Sorry, I was. (laughs) I was digging into who makes these go games. So that's that's my excuse. You said something, but it was like, Warcraft Go is more like uh, less like more like a puzzle game. Mm. And then... Oh my god! Okay, that far back. Okay, yeah, yeah. right. I've been talking five minutes on my own. Then. Yeah, uh, that's what John said. He's just Matt Murray talking away to himself in, the, in his house. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Go on. Okay. Um, where's Lara Croft Go was much more um of a of a strict puzzle game compared to compared to Him and Go, which is much more of a board of a board game. Uh, and and. Days Let's Go continues that. It's it's a really, really fantastic puzzle game. You you go along the board and you basically have to clear these maps by getting through um getting through these these levels in a certain number of turns. Um you, you can like kill enemies along the way. That you can get abilities like remote hacking, invisibility and, and whatnot. Um there's, there's not an awful lot to say, but it, it's just a really, really well made, really well crafted game and the team making these clearly know what they're doing and uh 
yeah, Larkov Girl is fantastic, and this this seems just as good um, already as well. And what I believe it, it also links it into the. To, uh, what does it do to embrace the the new game to make it not feel like a reskin of Lara Croft Go and more of a, a unique experience? Well, it, it, I mean, it, th- th- this feels like much more about abilities, whereas Lara Croft um, Go, it, 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 you had a quite a good selection of different. Um, uh, weapons like uh, bows and spears and and um, and guns and whatnot. This it is very much just like the, the console versions and PC version of Deus Ex. It's about ability, so you can do remote hacking. You can um, you can get invisibility to, to to go past go past enemies. So yeah, th- this is really good in, in that sense. It 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 in all honesty, it's not too dissimilar from Lovecraft Go. You could. Some people could, you know, um, say unfairly, perhaps, perhaps that it is a, is a reskin, but I, I think it's unique enough, and, and I think it, play, it plays in with with the rest of Deus Ex or, um, uh, you know, uh, skill set and other things that that game does really well. I think it does it in in a good way. Yeah, we, I I'm, I think Square Enix are kind of running out of uh, <laughs> games to do these on, aren't they? <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't mind seeing a Just Cause one, but I don't think that's ever going to happen. That's too niche. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I don't yeah, think but... Just Cause is going to work because that's all about the grappling hook and flying through the sky. But um, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean you know in, what's in, left the... though, Matt? Fucking Go Final Fantasy Go. It'll <laughs> happen, innit? It? It, it worked for Pokemon. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good game. Get on it. Get on. I was just game. looking up um, who's actually making these. So the the all the Go games and that Hitman Sniper one are all being made by Square Enix Montreal. Not to be confused with IDOS Montreal, which is owned by Square Enix. <laughs> okay. Figure that one out. The crazy <laughs> world of computer games. <laughs> what will they do next? Um, right, okay. Have you played anything else? Um, nah, it's pretty much out, pretty much out in the Pez I've been going to bed early this week, so... Got to do that running be, Well, I've got the Grain Off one in two weeks. So I can't be up till midnight playing games, unfortunately. All right. Fucking hell. You think yeah. you're above it now? Yeah. Well, if I could go at half five in the morning, yeah, basically. <laughs> I'm not saying up till midnight. <laughs> um, right, okay, Sean, what you got for us? I've been playing Deus Ex Mankind Divided. The which is the, the main proper game. Yeah. Um it's really good. <laughs> um I was struggling with it at first for the same reasons um that I I like I played a lot of Deus Ex Human Revolution when it came out and enjoyed the fuck out of it and then fell off for some reason. Probably another game came out. Um and then tried to go back to it and just couldn't get my head around the controls at all. And I had a similar thing with this one, even though they've tried to sort of streamline things a bit, it's still just like you like it's just really fucking fiddly. And I understand that that is just because it's a it is a complex game and you can do loads of really cool stuff once you properly get your head around it. It's just initially you just like just constantly fucking encounters up and getting spotted and throwing grenades when you're meant to change to a different bit of cover and like running up to someone to do a little takedown on them and then realizing that your batteries are low and you sort of the prompt comes up and goes because you haven't got enough battery and it's like oh, for fuck's sake and then they spot you and it all goes to shit once you get your head around all that um it is pretty stunning um just really seamlessly going through all these encounters and just being like right i've got enough battery to go invisible run out there knock him out get into that bit of cover shoot him do this do, 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 and you start sort of planning it out in your head and it's fucking really good 
Um, apparently, it's quite short, which I can sort of believe. Like, um, I'm something like 10 hours in, um, and I've seen two of the game's three locations. <laughs> wow, so um, three locations. Yeah, they are very dense, though. Um, basically, you start off in Prague. It's got this. Uh, did any of you play uh, Human Revolution, the last one? I did, yeah. I, I loved yeah, it. Yeah, I did. Do you remember that like, all the like the city streets had this really weird feel to them in that like there was cars around and stuff, but the roads just weren't even wide enough. And it was <laughs> all like like it's sort of supposed to look like a real city, but definitely designed for you to just run around. Um it's still got that, but Prague does look like absolutely stunning. Um and then you also go to Gollum City, which was this it was supposed to be this like you know this incredible utopia for people who've had cybernetic augments and they were all building it themselves and stuff basically the the plot of this one is at the end of the last one spoilers um this this bad guy flicked a switch that made everyone with a cybernetic implant of any kind go nuts and start being really violent and killing everyone so the world hates anyone with augments now and um th- like the way they handle it is it is a bit crass with you know there's some fucked up about some of the marketing materials had like you know protesters with signs uh, signs saying org lives matter in reference to black lives matter yeah, um, that's a... and it was a bit like yeah it's a bit on the nose yeah. that um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like there's there's enough in the game that you know for any person of reasonable intelligence to just be like oh this is kind of like real life things that are happening um without you know sort of really explicitly stating it but whatever um like it is quite interesting when you you know you go to catch the train and you accidentally get on the um naturals carriage instead of the orgs one and you get told off by the police and it's like oh yeah that's that's kind of shit um i've heard that it doesn't really nail that though because it's hard mm. to feel like it's hard to feel that the, the whole world's against you when you could just blow them away with your massive shotgun. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, there, like, there is a bit of that. Like, you see a lot of people, like other augmented people, like getting the shit kicked out of them by the police and stuff, and you bit, you're a bit like, yeah, but I'm all right. Because I'm a fucking <laughs> cyber ninja. <laughs> like, it doesn't... You're, like, you're not one of those people who's, who's being really downtrodden or anything. But so um, how can you be yeah, like the shit out of the police when you've got, like, metal arms and shit? Surely you could just fight back and absolutely cane them. I think the the implication is basically everyone who has implants they have to like regularly take this drug called neuropazine because the like the human body just naturally rejects the organ space and you have to keep taking this drug so that you don't um like you you start basically getting really fucked up and your body just sort of kills itself because it doesn't realize why it's got robot arms and half a brain and <laughs> okay all that shit. um so I think the idea is basically they're all like jonesing because there's just not enough neuropazine to go around um so I think they're all just sort of fucked and the police are just constantly searching people. And... But yeah, basically you, you go to Gollum City and it's probably one of the most amazing locations I've ever seen in a game. Like it's it's terrific, um, but it feels like they've taken a lot of sort of design cues from... Uh, are you familiar with Kowloon Walled City in Hong Kong? Uh, I, I'm no, not. Absolutely not, no. Okay. Um, basically, it, was, it doesn't exist anymore because it all got bulldozed. But it was basically, um, it was like this. I was going to say man-made city, <laughs> basically <laughs> like a shanty, a shanty town, but like in like high-rise blocks. And it was like, and it sort of completely sealed itself off, and just 
like completely sort of removed itself from society like the the authorities just couldn't get in it was all just like all sort of you know electricity and water and stuff like people were just sort of nicking it from like from hong kong they were like finding ways to tap into like other energy sources and just rooting it into this weird like sealed off place it feels a lot like that in Gollum city and um it's really superbly done like lime um just like that yeah (laughs) (laughs) um yeah it's it's just absolutely stunning um and i'm like i said i've I've gone from finding it a bit frustrating and feeling like you you start the game and you're like i'm supposed to be this amazing cyborg ninja but you always feel like you're on the back foot but then give it sort of five hours and eventually it starts like really clicking and you sort of you feel like you're in control of it you know like when um like when uh, arkham asylum came out and it did such a good job of like you were like operating by stealth, but you felt like you were really sort of orchestrating things and you were really yeah. in control of it. Gets like that, um, which is which is really cool. There's it's really nice how it, it sort of continues the thing from um, Human Revolution of just having like loads of side quests and stuff that you can just get on with. Like so, sort of in between the sort of really sort of intensive missions, you're just like cutting about Prague, being a little cyber cop and just solving things, and <laughs> it's just it's really cool. Um, like they could do a game that was much more focused on that stuff if they wanted to, I think. Um, what, so yeah, really, what, really enjoying what it. What are the um, what are the big improvements over Human Evolution that, that that's easy and clear to see straight away? Well, that's what I was going to say because the, the the one of the main complaints about Human Revolution, right, was the fact that you were um, you could spend all this time working on your stealth abilities, but but at the end of the day, you still had to fight, and if you didn't focus on upgrading your fight, like you weapons and stuff then you find yourself in the ship when you actually fight a boss and and I'd yeah, also heard that was, the boss fights were atrocious in human revolution they were yeah um well they actually i can't remember if they got removed or somehow toned down when they did the director's cut or whatever they called it of the last one um but yeah there's there's been none of that like i've been doing basically everything by stealth and it's been pretty ace um so yeah so they've they've sorted that out like i say they've streamlined the controls a bit like there is a control scheme which is just like i only play call of duty please help um it does sort of like it is a bit like oh you won't get like the full like can you know freedom of movement that you're supposed to have um but you know if if it's that or just find you know finding the game too frustrating to even play then fine use that control scheme um there's like little tweaks, like in the last one, like it cost you energy to sprint. That's gone. <laughs> um, stuff like that. There's like there's all new augments you can use and stuff, um, which are pretty cool, but not like not like massively game changing or anything. Um, it is pretty much more of the same. Like, is it, it's sing- not, is it it's single player only? Like, yes there's um they've added a mode which is like a sort of arc, like sort of i think it's like sort of short missions that you can do and it's supposed to be sort of considered as like a arcade mode and there's leaderboards and stuff for that but that that's as multiplayer as it gets i think oh man i i, I remember playing the original Deus x with um on the pc and the multiplayer and that was actually pretty good that did actually have multiplayer i don't know yeah yeah it was weird it was essentially two bases and um, mm. although, you know, there was the normal shooting, you know, deathmatch stuff, you could hack mm. into each other's terminals and turn turrets on each other and stuff like that. But then you needed <laughs> to use your stealth abilities like like you would in the single player game to get across the map to the other people's terminals and, and hack them. Yeah. And stuff. 
I was still there's still something in that that you don't really see much in in multiplayer games. In fact, the only thing that I've seen come close to that idea is Devil's Third, believe it or not. Um, but, <laughs> but that was shit to play, so you know, don't really take notice of that. But yeah, shame. Mm. But it sounds like really I love that game. original game on the PC so much. I, 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 the atmosphere is just incredible. I love mm. that game. Mm. Um, also, I've been listening to, uh, as I was driving back from Wales today, I was listening to, um, uh, uh, was it Chat Very Good? And they were talking mm-hmm. about a game, at, Joe Scrabbles was talking about a game, and he mentioned that you were playing it, and now I see it written in front of me. Ever, Jane, <laughs> I can't wait to hear what you think of it. <laughs> Have you heard of this, John? No, but I saw the name and I was like, what the fuck is that? Oh, please, just describe it for just, just sum it up in like two sentences for John because I'd, I'd love to hear his reaction. So, Everjane is an online RPG set in the works of Jane Austen. Right. <laughs> and you have to, basically, it's all about, it's supposed to be all about like social like manipulation and like getting invited to balls and. <laughs> And dinner parties and stuff. First bit sounded good. Second bit. <laughs> John, I think you're missing the fact that this is going to be the perfect game to absolutely destroy people's lives on. <laughs> you know, well, go- this is the thing, right? It reminded me a bit of Second Life. I, I don't know what. I mean, Joe's probably told all the, the good stories that came out of it. Basically, there's like there was a couple of people taking it really seriously. We later realized one of them was one of the devs and felt really bad because we were just fucking around. Um, but it's just, <laughs> yeah, it reminded me of second life in it because it's clearly like very unfinished. Um, and it, like, it is kind of an, it's an interesting idea, but you turn up and there's people like trying to talk as if they're in a Jane Austen novel and stuff. And you just can't resist like just going up to someone and being like, all right, mate, it's just instantly quite funny. <laughs> Sean, can I read the first paragraph of the uh, the website? It's basically yes, a sort of half press release. It's quite short. It says, Everjane is an online role-playing game set in the virtual world of Regency England and the works of Jane Austen. But unlike many multiplayer games, it's not about kill or be killed, but invite or be invited. Gossip <laughs> is our weapon of choice. Instead of raids, we will have grand balls. Instead of dungeons, we will have dinner parties. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, <laughs> it's just like those stupid shit happens. Like I was just, I walked out of this building and someone had got like a horse and cart, and then I found out I could just get in and drive it round. And then I started trying to fit it in the front door of this building, and people are like, "Oh, I, I don't think it's going to fit, sir." And, so, <laughs> and it's like, oh, it's just, it's worth seeing. Once. If my PC worked, I would definitely download this. Oh, absolutely, no doubt. Um, it's just such a shame because, you, like you say, you, you sort of you feel bad for the developers because obviously they're trying to do something unusual, but because it just sort of barely holds together, and and the, the temptation to just be a dick is massive. <laughs> you just find yourself ruining it for people, um, and it's just like you can go up to people and like you sort of. When you click on someone, you can then, there's like a button, I forget, it says like relationship or something. And you click that and basically you have the, like any player in the game, you can choose to adopt them as your child, um, <laughs> marry them, uh, invite them to a ball. Um, you can, can they, do they have any choice of whether you adopt them? Yeah, you can, you can choose whether or not you accept. Um, 
So I, I was playing with uh, friend Sean Bamberger and I adopted him and then married him and then disowned him. Um, <laughs> and you just, yeah, you just sort of run around sort of half sort of trying to take it seriously and then breaking down every so often and just... <laughs> I just, I, I've, got, I've got so many visions. It's just, like, I am assuming in this state that it's in, that it hasn't got a system where if you spam people with, you know, uh, requests and stuff, that you can just continuously do that. And there, there's no, yeah, basically, you're yeah. doing it to, so just like finding one person on the game and asking to adopt them and then them saying no <laughs> and then just continuously asking them over and over again. Do you well, know what I mean? Because Joe, um, yeah, Joe adopted me. And then some guy started tagging along with us because we were just like, oh, mate, we're going to go to the graveyard. Do you want to come with us? And he just did. D- don't know why. Um, and then, yeah, and then Joe started asking this guy if he uh, if he wanted adopting. And then the guy started going to me like, oh, would you like a brother? Oh, <laughs> what is fucking happening? Like, <laughs> that is some creepy uh, shit. Yeah, everjane.com, check it out. Sounds great. It just doesn't work. It's good. If there's a Mac version, then I'm there. But there I think there is. Be a Mac ver- really? Honestly, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure there is, yeah. <laughs> right, I'm fucking in. I'll download that tonight. <laughs> I ain't kidding. I'm, I'm there. That, this sounds perfect. I mean, as, as, um, Joe was describing it, I was like, this, no, this is just a second life server. But that matter, does it? It, do, it does feel a lot like second life but again it's that whole thing of just something obviously being weird and kind of rubbish but loads of people taking it really seriously i know they do and then you go in there and as you say like one little like going into a strip club in second life and (laughs) dressed up like attaching guitars to every part of your body so you just cover the guitars and jumping on stage and going on the stripper pole and then the bouncer coming over and saying hey that's only for strippers so if you do that again and then I've got this, mate. I got this. I had this down to an art in Second Life, where I would push the moderators to the point where they're infuriated, like, like totally pissed off with me, and then speaking so reasonably to them that they f- not forgive me, but like kind of gone, oh no, he's all, he's an alright guy. He just didn't really know the rules, and then immediately taking them to the brink of booting me out again. Like just seeing how many times I could do that without them realizing that actually. Him when he sounds like he's genuine, he's still taking the piss, like, <laughs> and then finally booting me out of the server. I, I had that down to a fucking art, man. <laughs> Do you remember those days, Matt? Yeah, I, I really miss that. I'm just looking at this, Jane. This, this basically, it was it was a Kickstarter, and um, the person whose project it was she actually uh, she actually ran um, loads of Second Life servers. Oh, there you go. Oh, that's where it's come from, then, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, perfect sense. I I just remember, I've told this story before, but I just remember going into the nightclub in Second Life and finding the nightclub owner, and he was this old man in a wheelchair. (laughs) And the delight on my face when I realised I could click on the wheelchair and push him about. (laughs) I was just pushing him around the nightclub while he was having a pop at me, saying, leave me alone, what are you doing? And then the only way that he could get out of it was to make his character stand up. And then everyone in the nightclub had a go at him for breaking of a, oh, why are you in a wheelchair then? <laughs> like, as if he was being a big fraud. Oh, man, those days were good. Second life was so, good. so good. It was good. It was. We, we, we always, like, me and me and Andy always have this recurring thing that we're like, oh, should should we go back? But we know there's just no way it would recapture the magic of I I disagree, Sean. I think, I think it would be just as good. 
Oh, f- fucking fantastic. Maybe we should have like a computer game show meetup. No, let's not, because oh, I know fuck. that if I download that on my computer again, then that is going to be several four in the morning jobs. Yeah, four in the morning <laughs> on yeah Saturday morning. I mean, a weekend so right off, weren't it, back in those days? Yeah. yeah, you would literally just have your headphones in, like, Skyping each other, chatting about what you were doing, and then you know playing out like plotting stuff over skype and then playing it out on the thing this sounds like the perfect alternative i might jump back into that i might get on to uh ever jane i just point out oh sorry go on. No, i just I, I, I remember some saturday mornings or sunday mornings after like a pre previous night second life session where my jaw actually ate the next day <laughs> yeah, so i'd laugh so much, so much the yeah. night before <laughs> Yeah, fuck, yeah. <laughs> yeah, can we just talk about how rubbish her name Ever Jane is? I, like I, presu- I, presume, I presume it's meant to be a reference to EverQuest. Yeah, it must be. Yeah, that that hip MMO that everyone still plays. I did not put that together, mm. but then I didn't play EverQuest, so you know, whatever. Right, okay, mm. that's what we've been playing this week. Let's get to questions and get the fuck out of here. Shit, I just realised that James isn't here. Who's reading the questions? Sean, I'll do it. Uh, Mark Christie at Skimmer, but spelt with a one, so S K one double M E R. That's clever. What game it? are you over? Hmm? That's clever the way he did that with a one. Yes, yeah, good, isn't it? It's replaced a letter with a number that looks like the letter. Um, this is a what game? What game are you overly hyped for? Yet you can see falling into No Man's Sky septic tank. Oh God! There's. I don't think there's one. I suppose the closest. I can think is um, maybe Mafia, Mafia Three, because yeah. I'm well yeah. pumped for that game. But I know that it's dealing with some very delicate issues. That it's proved, I mean, if race is the issue that it wants to tackle, then it was, it completely fucked that up in Mafia Two. Like I mean, that was <laughs> borderline <laughs> disgraceful. But uh, yeah, so I guess maybe that. But I've got so much faith in that game. I think it's going to be amazing. I can't see it I think, really um... fall into pieces. I think just the NX in general is probably mine. Oh Jesus, yeah. Fucking <laughs> hell. Oh, what if what if the new Zelda's pure crap? Like if it turns out like it is actually pure crap. Well everyone who's played it says it's breathtaking, but Yeah. Yeah, but they haven't too really done played this yet, have they? It's too early. We can't tell yet. We can't tell. Yeah. Um, John? For me I think it's probably gonna be PSVR. I mean Yeah. And I hope it's awesome. Yes, that's definitely mine. I really do. But we'll see. Go the way of old Connect. You could. Or the moves in the first place, or any of that mm. shit. They do have a history of just like dropping shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, move, move was hilarious. <laughs> move, move had one week. Like three games out for it. The move was clearly the best of all of those um, motion uh, techs, whatever the fuck you want to call them as well, by a mile. And then, yeah, they made three games and fucked off. Is that Jack? <laughs> who was that guy who was in the adverts? What's his name? Kevin. Oh yeah. Oh, another one. You mean? Oh yeah. fuck. Yeah, I can't a remember. That guy. It's quite funny. Yeah. Yeah. When they dropped him, they also dropped move. So maybe it was something to do with him. <laughs> yeah, Kev. Oh, Kev. It's the Kev. Yeah. Uh, same with Vita as well, wasn't it? Kind of like it was. I mean, they pushed with that a little bit longer, but it was. Kind of, it was kind of just like completely dropped. <laughs> well, I lost it. mine. So who knows? Maybe that's the reason. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe Kevin nicked it. Maybe. <laughs> maybe you and Kev. <laughs> Uh, Took them all with him, yeah. yeah it has to be, it's definitely PSVR, although I know I need to calm down. I, I, I'm on like the <laughs> PSVR subreddit like all day, every day, you know. 
Uh, yeah, I, I know I need to calm down because I'm going to be disappointed. I know I am, so I seem to like try and recalibrate my expectations. But that that's definitely what's keeping me going. I will say one couple of things about PSVR. One, like it's not advertised in uh, anywhere. HMV, there's not one like picture about it, not about pre-ordering. They're not allowed any. That's why. Oh, is that why? They're not. No, I mean that's what I meant as a joke. It's because HMV oh, shit. No, <laughs> 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 but it's just like it's just maybe like a big, a fairly big thing. Like it, the, mm. in game, there is like. Um, you know, you can pre-order PSVR now, but even even that's fairly sort of subdued. There's nothing Probably in HMV, which I find really weird. Also, right, it, it, I mean, obviously we've got a PlayStation meeting or uh, conferencing on the seventh of September. Um, with, well, that's what it's officially called. Is it really called that? Meeting, yeah. We're all going. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're always cool with that, which is weird. I don't know why, but um, I mean, so they may well announce more stuff there. But one, why isn't it? A bundle over here in, in the UK, where there is in the States. Also, like, why isn't Sony like pushing the move controllers? Like, currently, everyone's basically trying to basically buy them secondhand off eBay or, or CEX, whatever. If these are like a, an, an actual controller for PSVR, I just find it really strange that 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 people are having to go the secondhand route, and Sony's potentially losing loads of sales just because they're not bothered about it. It's really it weird. sounds like you're working yourself into a panic about PSVR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I I've got all my stuff. I'm just saying it's just it disconcerting that Yeah, but you were worrying about other people because you think it's all going to fall apart because your dreams are going to shatter in front of you. <laughs> and then what will I do, John? Then what? Then yeah, what? Then what we'll, do. we'll play fucking Rocket League lid is what we'll do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. too right. Yeah, but <laughs> okay, okay, all good. But the, the, I, yeah, it's I, PSVR. I still don't fully understand what's needed to use PSVR. You you have to have the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah but camera you need. Uh, but you can buy it separately if you already own the camera. Yeah. Well, I, currently you have to because there is no bundle in the UK. So yeah, you, you buy the camera separately. So how many people are going to buy PSVR and then set it all up and not have the camera and think? Do you know what I mean? Is that not confusing? Yeah, well, a high number, which is... I mean, it's good because if people already have the camera, that's good. They don't have to buy a bundle and have a second camera, but it's weird that there isn't... And again, they may well announce this on the, on the 7th of September you know, press conference, but right now you have to buy everything separate and there's, it feels like there's not a lot of guidance. I don't know. But is, is that better or worse than selling a handheld console with no fucking power adapter. Yeah, no, that is uh, <laughs> well, yeah. just as bad, I think. Probably, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, I, I still remember the, moment, the most crushing disappointment I've ever seen on Matt's face was when he got him, whipped himself in such a frenzy about Battlefield 3 that he wanted, um, like, because a lot of the marketing oh, yeah. previously were like, we're building up to that game was how good the sound was in it. So he was desperate to get a Turtle Beach headset and then totally fell into the trap of buying one at the expo because some sounds no, I, I, I wasn't actually um i basically like before the expo i, I didn't really i didn't think i was gonna get a headset because i would have done my usual matt murray thing and research about 16 months then eventually buy a sink <laughs> then take then get that sent back and then buy a different one <laughs> uh, no i just like went to the panel thought, oh this sound, this must sound amazing i'll buy a tail beach thing from the from the stand they got there and i bought some shitty stereo thing which is embarrassing and then, i remember you set it up in my yeah. in my flat and or my house and going um like <laughs> You for a split second, and it was just a split second. You were kind of like, "Oh yeah, this does sound amazing." And then, I was and, like, and then literally just fell apart and just thought, As, "Actually, this is pretty shit, isn't it?" Yeah, yeah. This is just stereo. This is like my in-ear headphones to my phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it all ended well. Next question. 
Simon Saint at SR Saint, no no numbers instead of letters on this one. Said, have you boys got a new ship in No Man's Sky yet? Was it worth it? I have. I've had loads. Still, got, still rocking my old one, actually. Really? Really. I've I've changed ships like three or four times now. I'm saying for a big one. I just haven't got enough money. I mean, you don't, don't spend any money on a ship. Jesus, just find one on a planet. Much easier and cheaper. Yeah, I, haven't actually, I haven't actually seeked out any of those um, ships on a planet. I've always, I always typically go to a drop pod, so I need to do that. The the best way I've found is get to a planet, find uh, an outpost that has, you know, one of those scanner things that can point out yeah. nearby yeah, outposts yeah. for you. And then basically just make like five five of those bypass chips and then just keep going to the scanner and just tell it you want, um, is it like signal something? stress yeah. signals and all that um basically yeah, transmission that's the one yeah um yeah just do like five of those because basically they're the ones that might be ships so you just yeah, do a ton of them and then just do, oh, there you go so do a ton of those and then basically eventually you'll get to one like at first it'll just be a base and then you go in and you go on the little panel and then be like a ship puzzle that you have to do and then that will direct you to a crashed ship but then oh, you'll cool. have yeah, to spend a good hour gathering the materials to get it fucking running <laughs> again. The, there is that. Yeah, it's not, stuff will be broken and you have to get it up and running. But. It's not worth it. <laughs> I spent far that's, too long That's the only, that's the only thing where it sort of feels like a survival game, though. True. It's just like, right, well, this ship's fucked. Right, I need to find like XYZ and suddenly you start thinking about what you're looking for rather than just going, oh, small red crystals or shoot them, I suppose. That's fair. That is fair. Well, while we talk about No Man's Sky, um, Sean, you know, uh, you didn't listen to last week's show, but uh, um, Matt was talking about these items that you can pick up, and they're mm-hmm. worth 25,000 credits or whatever, um, yeah. and the moment you pick up, you get Sentinels after you. Yeah, right. Have you seen them? Uh, I've seen items that are worth loads. They're like really rare. Yeah, really rare items. What were yeah. they in, in your version of the game? Uh well, they ch- it depends, doesn't it? I've had different ones. I've had um, one one planet had these like glowing orb things. I forgot what they were called. Yeah, gravitational um, balls or whatever. Yeah, graviton balls or graviton something. Balls. And then I had an, a, another one where there were these cubes. That's weird. Yeah, those are the yeah. vortex cubes, yeah. Vortex cubes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Matt's only found the vortex cubes, and I've only found the uh, the gravity balls or whatever they're called. So, so I just thought it was strange. I just thought it, maybe it was a different item for different players, but... Um, no, no, no. no, just certain planets. Just spawn loads of them. They're, they're a pain in the ass because you can't stack them in your inventory. So yeah. You can't just hoover up as many as you can find and then... Yeah. Um, you, you come with a vortex cube, so if you find a recipe that has a vortex cube, there's a trick whereby if you like dismantle it, you can basically stack 100 vortex cubes uh, on one thing. Okay. Which is crazy. Yeah. Right, okay, next question. Uh, um... Logins returns his question. Who is Mr. Denton? Maybe I'm not as informed as I should be. That's fucking rude, isn't it? Who are you, Jeez, John? Logins. That's fine. Oh, hi. Um, <laughs> you probably, if you <laughs> listen to old podcasts, you might know who I am now. I'm just a guy. You're not. Logins, oh, yeah. right? Logins, right? The, to... Search for and download yeah, the Chet and John's reassuringly finite gaming playlist. It's, it's, it's one of my favorite game podcasts. And not just because you're here, John. But you, you also, it's just a great show. You also, you could search and find it. You won't find it because it's all been taken down now. But um, oh, yeah, shit. I was going to say, is it still? Yeah, no, it's gone. Uh, there's a few yeah, on YouTube still, actually. Yeah, I think they're still on YouTube. Um, I think they're all on YouTube, aren't they? I think maybe. I don't know. Um, but you also worked in the industry for a very, very long time. Oh uh, yeah, I worked as a good journalist and in the industry for ten years and stuff. But that's, I mean, who cares? <laughs> I care. It's cool. Oh, that's, 
<laughs> uh, yeah, next question. Athene Allen at Athene Allen says, "Have you ever thought? Oh, sorry, have you thought about nuking the planet after this stupid No Man's Sky refund stuff? Think about nuking the planet for all sorts of reasons." No, I don't want to nuke the planet. Brexit. I've not thought about nuking the planet. No. No. Okay. My, my son lives yeah. there. He's alright. <laughs> but where would I do it from? Yeah, exactly. That's true. Yeah. Mars. I don't have any nukes. Have <laughs> 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 you not even just sat and thought, "Wow, could I?" How would this work, theoretically? John always feels that way. Luke, How would I amass a plutonium required? <laughs> shoot, some, shoot some red crystals. Uh, Add a black 39. Uh, it says, John, what is your current game of 2016 and what's left to come out of this year that could beat it? That's a good Shit, question. That's a good question. Um, fuck, what have I played this year? I don't know. Fuck, I don't know. I don't want to be. I don't want to do that thing where you. Uh, I've already done it. Where you like don't answer a question for ages. <laughs> Hold on. Let me open the. Let, you can probably hear me open my game drawer. You play, oh, wow, that is some drawer. Um, yeah. um, There's some heft to that drawer. Overwatch. That's what was the rest of the year, question? Really? So far, because that's I can see it. Uh, <laughs> what was the rest of the question? <laughs> What games what's left to come out? What's left to come out that could beat it this year? Titanfall two. I was going to say Last yeah. Guardian. Uh, well, that's still that is coming out, isn't it? I tell you, I didn't say. Sorry, it wasn't the question, John. Why are you trying to get? <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised Overwatch though. I mean, it's good. I, I liked it, but I, it wasn't up there with my game of the year. I don't think. No, well, it's a good job we didn't ask you then, isn't it? Yeah, it's a good job. Next question. We'll make this our last one. Last question. Last question. Shawnee Boy says, which current-gen uh, HD game would you like to see receive a retro graphics downgrade? Well, we've had so many that, that have done that anyway. <laughs> um, stupid question, isn't it? Escape 3. Yeah. Yeah, 2D yeah. version of Escape 3. No. It has been you, know, you know, like, you know, Ollie Ollie? That. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Destiny. You want to see, like, a shitty version of Destiny? It would be shitty. It would just, yeah, it yeah, would. Yeah, be... It would, Sean. Read the question again. <laughs> Read it again. Would you like to see, which game would you like to see? Okay, so you receive a retro graphics. Okay, so it's not like a full D make. It is just so, so Destiny, but we're just with like shit graphics. Uh, yeah. Original Xbox visuals. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, you can make retro games look great. Something no, they don't. They look rubbish. Just... <laughs> Not as 3D, are they? Right. Um, Matt, I, you threw a little bit of a hissy fit last week about the fact that I ruined your bit of the show. Um, so now I'm just going to let you, let you do your thing. I, I'm not going to make any comment on it. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Is that all right? Yeah. Well, um, we're on iTunes. It'd be great if you can leave us a review on iTunes. That'd be awesome. Uh, you can email the show. We've got no emails this week, but you can email the show, uh, the computer game show at gmail.com. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, and we're on YouTube, and we're on Twitch. Um, uh, Dave, are you going to a Metal Gear stream anytime soon? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> well, if and when we do a stream, uh, it'll be on. It'll be on there. So yeah, just search for us on uh, on on those social networks. Mm. No, people can't wait to get on that now. Oh, <laughs> Dave, we need to go back. We need to do more Metal Gear stuff. I will great. do. I will do some more Metal Gear. But um, uh, in fact, actually, yeah, I I will probably do some pretty soon. It's just I'm kind of all of I'm in this state of mind at the moment where I'm just thinking all I want to play is Rocket League with my time now. 
Oh, yeah. I just want to play loads and loads of Rocket League this week. And to think that I have to get the fucking mic out, set it all well, up. You're not going to do it this week because um, the batter's uh, beta opens on two. Uh, actually, it's already open by the time you're listening to this. So, um, oh, really? yeah, you're probably playing Battlefield 1. Yes, yeah, it, start, it starts on the 31st. Right. Downloading that and Dever or, uh, or, or the 30th, I think, for insiders. So, uh, yeah, tomorrow. Anyway, thanks for um, thanks for listening, and John, thanks so much for joining us again. Where um, can people find out more about you and your life? <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter if you want. I've been stuck on the same amount of followers for a long time because I don't tweet anymore. Uh, actually, I lost some the other day. At John Denton, J O N. That's it. <laughs> you I don't said really that as if like get... there was some like incident that put a few. Yeah, what did he tweet the other day? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I occasionally tweet. I don't. I mean, this isn't interesting. These things aren't interesting. So yeah, you it can come and follow me on Twitter. I don't. Tweet. <laughs> come and follow me on Twitter. I don't tweet. Um, you I don't a lot use of Facebook fans anymore. This week, didn't you? What? You upset a lot of whole. I did upset some whole fans. Whole fans. I didn't mean to. I just put a tweet out about me and my son. I thought it was quite a nice tweet. Um, I spun him around because of a football result. But I picked him up and spun him around because I was excited. He enjoyed it. But I thought I'd tell the you know the few people that I know. A bunch of whole fans got upset. But one called me a disgrace, and another one, <laughs> another one said that I should stick to video games and masturbating. And I thought that was a bit out of order. But, you know how how did they know? What have you tweeted before that? For them to be so specific? You know, you know, I'm a content fan, so I hashtagged it whole mun, which is uh, you know the correct hashtag for I that thought, particular. I thought Matt was asking oh. how how did they know that your two main hobbies were video games? Yeah, well, that, that's what I was asking. Yeah, oh, it's just my profile. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you could say, "Oh, I put a hashtag out every time I crack one out." <laughs> hashtag wank. Hashtag currently having a wank at John Denton. Right. <laughs> 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 so get on there, lads. Thanks for living it. Um, we'll catch you next week with more exciting banter and friendly chit chat. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird show. <laughs>